Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, everybody. How we doing on this beautiful Wednesday morning? I hope you all are doing well. Uh, back at it with Life in the Fast Lane. How you doing, Nick? Good morning, Kyle. How are you? Oh, dude, I'm ready. Are you? I'm ready to punch the air and just make shit happen. <laughs> the entire can of Celsius is gone, so he's wired up. I know. Oh, I'm go- it's gone, but I'm actually, my eyes, okay, this is the only reason I drink Celsius is because it helps me keep my eyes more open, but you can never match my energy. No, that's, you're not wrong. Now, there are times where I'm just like sitting back and I'm like, I'm trying to observe things and see what's going on, which is like, everybody's like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just kind of just, I'm taking in what's going on around me. Mm-hmm. But then once I get to a point where I'm like, I'm ready to go, I'm in it and I, you have all my attention. You know, what's, you know what's interesting about this is that I saw somebody on YouTube the other day, like they, they started to stutter on, on their YouTube video. Mm-hmm. It's somebody popular, whatever, it doesn't matter who it is. But I've heard a lot of people say, oh, I haven't had my morning coffee yet. And I don't understand that because, like, have you ever heard me say that Mm-mm. about anything? Like, if I mean, so- you have times where you go, I could use a coffee, but that's just because it's like, all right, it's Wednesday. This is the fourth day of, you know, the sun not being out. Like, you just, you need that pump. Yeah. I, I see, I drink coffee because I enjoy the, the warmth and the comfort from it, yeah. is what I get out of it. I don't get any energy from it. I can drink coffee and go to sleep. Mm-hmm. I did it yesterday. I can't. Um, it wires me out. Yeah. But what I don't understand is that, this is gonna this is gonna be very controversial, I'm sure. But aha, uh-huh, got him. There you go. There's right another the one. Dead center of your hand too. Got him. That was number two for this morning. There's a little gnat flying around in here. I don't know where they come. It's from. probably the crack. It's probably the crack in the door. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, um, I don't understand why people need a substance to get them going. I don't get it. Now, it's a crutch. It's a crutch. It's a it's a yeah. It's it's a it's a self induced crutch and i don't understand why people want a crutch it 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 completely baffles me so i was actually just listening to a podcast um modern wisdom really great podcast um his name's chris williamson i could have that wrong so if it's wrong i apologize but um he's talking to bedger school and he's they're talking about how if you have a story or somebody creates a story for you like you your family says oh you have big bones this is the way you're born that's how you're going to be for the rest of your life kind of thing or you know we're a big family it, it's going to be a part of your genetics that you're just going to be you know fat you tend to seek out the things that you create as your narrative mm-hmm. and then you automatically adhere to it that's so it, beautiful I, I know exactly what you're talking about it's it's part of the um what is it the rsa i can't remember the mm-hmm. exact the ras ras mm-hmm. you sent it as rsa so now did i say sa <laughs> yeah you said oh, rsa crap. well that was the thing i'm like what the hell are you texting me sorry that's my dyslexia but it's essentially like when you see a car on the road and are you no sorry when you buy a car you start seeing more of that car on the road mm-hmm. and chloe was notorious of this with her cruise you know every time she turned around she saw a cruise on the road and she got mad because she was like i want to be the one that has a cruise but no it, a cruise is a relatively popular car it's on the road they're mm-hmm. they're everywhere when you look at them mm-hmm. um but it's the same thing as like when I bought the Ram, I started seeing more white Rams and then more white Rams with the same exact wheel flares, mm-hmm. you know? So it's just, it's one of those things that if, if you start noticing it, it's, or it's a part of your life, you start noticing it more. Yep. So um, this whole podcast is going to be about your mind. Yeah. Right. So the RAS stands for reticular activating system. Mm-hmm. So I look at it as like a net. Yeah. Like, like your mind is a net and whatever you're focused on or whatever you're kind of front of mind is what you'll see. Exactly. Right. So to your point, you're, what you're saying is beautiful. And I think a lot of people use this as their crutch and they're like, oh, it's, it's this way. It's that way. I'm guilty of it. I, I've done it in the past where people will, will 
create an excuse for their bad behavior. Yeah. You're right. Or, you know, oh, I'm addicted to this or I'm addicted to that or, or you know, you don't know what it's like. Well, you know what? I'm, I know. I got it. I know but things are challenging. but It's a different perspective. Sure. But it has some self-control, mm-hmm. right? And, and And that's where this podcast is titled The – an idle mind is the devil's playground. Yeah. I've said that for years. And we as humans, you know, whenever we're in a state, okay. So Kyle and I, right before we came on, you had said something, I'm not going to repeat it. Uh, Cause I want it to be in your words. And he said it to me and I went, I literally, I like stopped talking mm-hmm. and I, did. I, I stopped and I was like, I don't agree with that. So it's, it's funny. We, it's not that I don't think we have different, thoughts on it i think we're we're on the same plane but you don't like how it's worded maybe um so i was watching something with my father this weekend and when it came up um it was in this exact order it was uh boredom allows for your thoughts to grow and i thought that was really interesting and if you're standing in line anywhere you are if you're at the grocery store or if you're you know at a college and you're waiting to get food or something and you're standing in line what is the first thing that people tend to do grab their phones they grab their phones well that is an instinct of boredom they want something to preoccupy their mind and normally if you preoccupy your mind and you're scrolling through facebook instagram this that and the other thing normal people are going to immediately start just going down a rabbit hole of what's new in my feed they're trying to get that serotonin click Mm -hmm. right and that's Kind of like that, that opposite. Well, did you get it? I don't know. Maybe. I, I really so. went. I went very easy on him. Yeah, that was a soft one because he was tiny. He was right in my face. Anyway, continue. But no, it's kind of interesting because they're they're gonna go. Okay, how do I get this instant click? It's not that they're sitting there trying to understand what's going on around them. And if you put your phone down for a second and just allow yourself to take in what's around you, mm-hmm. that allows your thoughts to grow. Mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting. And I'm like, okay, well, what if you're sitting there and you're, I hate saying judging people because you're not really judging people, you're analyzing. Okay. And that's one thing I always get, I'm not going to say ridiculed of with Chloe. She just, she always says, oh, you're judging people. And I'm like, I'm not judging them. I'm analyzing their behaviors. Hey, you and me both. I'm, I'm just trying to understand what the normal person is going through, what what their actions could portray. Sure. You know, it's like the other day when somebody was, they were um, bobbing and weaving through traffic. I'm like, there's three reasons why, three or four reasons why a person would do that. One, they're a total asshole, mm-hmm. right? And you and I have said, that's eh, typically a 50-50 shot. Play the fucking odds. I- exactly. Come on. So the other areas is, okay, they're, they have a family emergency Mm-hmm. Or they have somebody in the car that's pregnant, or there's somebody in the car with an emergency, and they have to get to a hospital. Mm-hmm. The direction they were going, there wasn't a hospital. Right. The speed at which they were going and the way they were driving, I'm going to go with they were just driving like an asshole. Yeah. But it just kind of goes in part of the point of just I'm sitting there analyzing what could possibly be going on of why they're driving like that. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't judging. Mm-hmm. That was just an analysis. And if you're allowed to... If you allow yourself to analyze what's going on in the world around you and kind of notice, okay, we just had a weather system go by, right? It's really windy outside. Well, that's because when when air flows, you have you have high pressure systems and low pressure systems. All the wind is doing is trying to fill that low pressure system. So it's the back end wind trying to fill that void of the low pressure system as it moves offshore. Therefore, we have wind. 
Mm-hmm. It's not because something moving causes everything to move beyond it. It's because there is a low-pressure system trying to move. And you're not judging it. You're doing an analysis of what's going on. Exactly. So I just, I don't know. That's kind of where I made it. But then you also, you fired back with an idle mind as the devil's playground, which I I kind of understand. And that's where I say the idle mind is the devil's playground because it allows you to get on your phone and then you're not being productive. True. So that's where I see you're correct, but where I'm thinking the boredom allows for your thoughts to grow. If you allow yourself to put the phone down and you see what's going on in the world around you and you actually become productive out of it, then you can make it as a good thing. Okay. I think I now, after hearing all that and thinking about it for the last 10 minutes or whatever it's been, I think here's where I'm at. Boredom isn't the right word. Boredom is like when people stare off into space. I I can't stand when people stare because I know when I stare, it is, it's me basically shutting down. Yeah. And that's, you don't have enough driving you to propel you. That's kind of, I don't know. I don't, I don't get down with that that way. So I don't know if I'd use the word boredom. I think I would use the word clear-minded. Is it that or maybe there's too much going on in your subconscious where your, your subconscious is trying to work? And you just kind of get caught in this, like, okay, there's a lot going on in my brain, but I, I, you don't know what the, what's going on. In in the middle of a stare, you're getting nothing accomplished. Yeah. So if you've got a lot going on, just write it down. Like, seriously, just just write it down. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's a grocery list or if it's something at work or whatever. Um, I think, to me, this is my opinion, boredom is you, you have nothing going on, nothing's in motion, nothing's moving. And so when there's nothing moving, a body in motion stays in motion, yeah. right? Whether it's work, whether it's personal, whether it's uh, educational. Well, it's Newtonian. It's, sure. it's physics. Sure. So to me, boredom is you're at a stop, and that's not good. Staring is at a stop. You're No one got anything done staring. Nobody. I don't care. I don't care the rebuttal. It's I've never been able to move. And I've never <laughs> driven Nick. a race car at 150 mile an hour staring, right? It doesn't, that doesn't work. Um, so what I would say is work towards a clear mind where you're organized and that will allow you to manifest and grow these ideas. I'll give you another good for instance. I've, I've been screaming around here at Dawson Manufacturing. Hey guys, you got to let me be. Leave me alone. Because you guys are filling all my time with duties and work. And I'm, I'm not picking on anybody in particular, but my job here is not to do the work. My mm-hmm. job is to be the the incubator of ideas. Did you just hear that? No. My throat just gurgled. Ooh, gurgled. <laughs> I didn't know if you could hear it, but I could hear it kind of like through the mic. I have terrible. I bet you it comes through and I just didn't pick up on it. Um, but as soon as, okay, we'll take Mulchmate for instance. <clears throat> I had my wife come to work for me. Actually, I didn't have her. She decided to come on board. I agreed. We went to Two Rivers Steakhouse together by ourselves before we had kids, and we sat down and ate dinner together. And she said, I want to come aboard. I want to help you grow this business because I can see it can grow, but you're struggling. Yeah. And I was like, yes, yes, and yes, please. And so we did that. We, we structured a, an agreement right then and there at dinner. We implemented it. Two weeks later, she, she had exited her, her current job. She was a waitress, and she loved it, but she loved working with me and growing that, which was – I loved it. I absolutely loved having her on board. And, and my business more than tripled right and through all that the reason it tripled was because she relinquished me of duties and allowed my mind to go in a direction that could help grow the business yeah now let's let's multiply that times a million in and amongst all that i was starting to hand more and more tasks off to guys 
to my to my my staff that was doing doing different you know duties and I started to get enough time to where I wasn't bored but I was able to like see things from a different angle because mm-hmm. I wasn't forced into doing I think a lot of people in life end up where they are because they're just kind of forced but once they make once they make this one decision then it forces them to make this decision like get a job get a spouse get a house get a kid and you just you're just kind of mushed down this yeah this this standardized path it's the white picket fence it is and it's not as great as everyone says um now i'm partially you know uh, what is the word i'm looking for here I'm, i've done all that right yeah. i've kind of got caught up in that a little bit uh, but i am very much aware of it and i'm very much aware of okay i've got to get out of this as soon as possible you sent me a text yesterday asking about crypto and i said I don't know. I think the ship may have sailed. I think your your money is best spent elsewhere. And I gave you an idea. Yeah, we won't get into those details, but that's because of my my awareness of what's kind of going on as I've grown older. But um, my wife came to work for me, and we started doing this, and the business grew like at least three times. I mean, it was it went it went haywire, and so what ended up happening was I ended up with this time to where I could stop, sit back, and it gave me time to do an analysis. I wasn't bored. It gave me a chance to relook at what I was doing. Yeah. And I remember the day that, that Mulchmate hit me. I knew exactly where I was standing. I knew exactly what I was doing. And I had just got done messing with a salter in the back of a truck, getting it prepped and ready um, for, for the, the winter. And this was in, I don't know, I was a little early. It was like December. Normally, we didn't get them ready until like January because we don't normally get snow until January. Yeah, I mean, we had a, a brisk little dusting this morning. It was and nice. Today's December 11th for real Apex. time, but it's yeah. going to be – um, about a month down the road that you'll end up hearing this. But, yeah, we ended up having a little bit of salt this it. morning. I loved it. I they saw had a decent white. amount up in um, Parkton. Did they? Yeah, Ben and Kim, like their whole house and the grass was all white. Yeah, my grass is all white. Yeah, That's I mean, cool. concrete had nothing on it. Not, neither did mine. But anyway, so here's what happened. I I ended up with enough brain space to be creative. Yeah. So what I would say is 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 – don't find a way to be bored. Find a way to be clean and clear so you can cultivate new creative ideas. A lot of, like, I've, something else I've noticed with people is they have a very hard time with visualization. Mm-hmm. Visualization. So what I study is I try to find problems and then figure out a way to do it better. Well, that's why I like vision boards because it allows it allows people who are materialistic to be able to see it. Mm-hmm. And then it allows you to want to reach for it a little bit more. Sure. You know, like that's one of the reasons I, ha- I sat down with Chloe the other day and I was like, hey, look, like let's let's work on this vision board so that we have an idea. Like it doesn't have to be the exact house that we want to move into. But as long as it kind of formulates the structure of the house that we want and we can be able to grow and build our life out of it, then that's a win. Sure. So like here's here's how I see it. This will be very controversial. And I guarantee you there are going to be people very upset with me when I say this, but have at it. Send me every email to hey at fastlane at gmail.com. <laughs> hey, we'll, we'll fire back. <laughs> yeah, hey, fastlane at gmail.com. Um, I was walking behind this lady in Sam's Club the other day. This was Saturday. I was picking up some water for the shop. And um, I I noticed she had pants on, but I noticed you could see her ankles, and her ankles and her feet were covered in tattoos. Yeah. Covered. Now, I'm not against tattoos, but I believe that if you've got enough going on in your life, you don't even have time to get a tattoo. Because a tattoo takes a lot of time to like think about what you want. You got to go get it designed. You got to sit down and do all the 
tattooing and all all that kind of stuff and i'm sitting there and i'm going I'm, i'm looking at my own life and i go where in the world would i have time to even sit down in a chair and have somebody stab me with a needle for hours on end yeah to put something on me that's gonna last forever and it's gonna end up look like a smudge when i'm like 50 60 70 years old yeah i i don't i don't understand people that will sit there and complain about their lives and complain about i don't make enough money i don't you know i don't have what i want i'm miserable uh whatever and they turn around and say oh yeah well i just got yeah two thousand dollar tattoo yeah and and you're covered from head to toe in 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 all this ink and you know for some people i I get it kind of it's artwork and and all that and self-expression but man i would far rather have i'd rather invest into my own abilities like say for instance learning how to cook or learning how to do a podcast or learning how to run a business or dude i love cooking on the dl yeah i love i don't do it often because we don't have yeah there's there's some part of this that could be seen as excuse but we literally just don't have counter space like we have Mm -hmm. all the baby's bottles on one side Mm -hmm. and then we have a microwave and then our other appliances that are like kind of just nooked off in Mm -hmm. the corner Mm -hmm. that we still use but Mm -hmm. i just i don't have counter space to prepare a really good meal but like i enjoy going out and cooking a steak on a grill or cooking some chicken on the grill and Mm -hmm. stuff like that you know i just we haven't had the ability to experience Mm -hmm. or experiment that much yeah yeah so we just kind of get in this repetition because we know it's fast easy and it's a good meal i think that's great and i think that's a lost art most Mm -hmm. people today from what I see, I mean, just, just, okay, odds again. I'm an odds person. I'm a numbers person. How many food joints are around here? Too freaking many. Too many. Like, we have, here in Maryland, everybody that you're listening, we are in Maryland. Uh, we're on the East Coast. Uh, it's a tiny little... Oh, dude, st- we're, we're a minute from Subway right now. Yeah, I can see it. Royal Farms. I can walk across the street. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, that's another thing. Like, gas station food? Ew. Like, fried chicken from Rofo? Like, to me, no. Like, no, 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 no. Like, I get, like, a, dr- a okay, canned drinks, bottled drinks. Like, think about, you know, whatever, whatever it was, 20, 30 years ago, people buying bottled water. That was, like, the dumbest thing you'd ever heard of. Yeah. Now look at it. It's And people drink it, and then they complain about the environment, and we're killing the ozone with cars. Stand back. Let's talk about, got another one. Let's talk about the, the amount of bottled water. Yeah. Or, like, oh, let's go electric. Look at all the issues with, okay, those batteries travel around the world twice to get to where they are to, to your dealer and that's going on a huge ship that's burning all kinds of fuel and then what happens when the batteries are done well think about the mining that it takes out of it yeah what, like what the, the mining the mining for cobalt or even lithium is insane and where are those mines across the world no they're 75 percent of them are in what country i couldn't tell you china yeah so you look at the administration that's in now, and they're all China, China, China. Everything they've done, just follow it right back. Yeah. It'll all lead you back to China. So tell me who's running this country. Guess who's buying all our farms? China. China. Yeah. Dude, it's scary. It's scary. So pay attention. You, you When I say pay attention, don't get so caught up in the the mess and the nightmare of what's happening as far as, you know, the news, but protect yourself. Yeah. Right? Like... Be informed, but also don't let that stunt you. Because what we need in this country is we need leaders. We need we need badasses. We don't need people that sit there and shove their narrative down your throat. Because the again, the idle idle mind is a devil's playground, and they're gonna they're gonna try to attack. Okay, 
they're going to attack the people like in cities. Mm-hmm. Cities are notorious for zombified people, pretty much. Like the the lowest of low of where these humans are completely. They could be amazing humans, but yeah. they're all constructed of their choices that they've made in their lives. Go find a lot of the lowest of the low in, in society, and I hate I hate that it's there. And I wish there's something I could do about it, but I can't. That's their choices. They're all in cities. Yeah. So why do you think all these politicians just thrive on going after these cities? That's one of the reasons I want to get away from it. <laughs> yeah, I want to get out to where there's some pastures and some some fresh air. Yeah. You know, some mountains or something. But you know, it's it's incredibly scary that what they'll do is they'll they'll go to these people that you know why do they do drugs right they're they're trying to basically poison themselves to a they're point escape, to, to they're forget. escaping a reality though right right exactly and and what do what do politicians do they're going to go after those people that are in that state of mind and they're going to just going to abuse them mm-hmm. and it's scary and that's where the idle you know the idle mind is is a very dangerous place so you have to learn to control yourself and find a purpose back to the moral compass i was talking about and then just start building upon your credentials. That's all I ever did. I came from a brainless mother, like yeah. completely horrible person, and I should have been the the next crackhead on the corner. That's one of the biggest things that's kind of been popping up on me recently. And and I even kind of sat down with Chloe. I don't know if it was this weekend or last weekend, but her and I were we were driving around somewhere, and it was just more or less like, oh, that's what it was. We were coming back from our friend Dylan's house. Um, hi, Dylan. I know you listen. Um, <laughs> But no, we were um, we were coming back from his house, and she's like, you know what? What's going on? Like, why are you reading these books? What are you? Go-? And I'm like, look, I found myself. Now, I'm not going to say in a dark place, but in a place where I was not comfortable or happy with myself. Mm-hmm. And something sparked to read the five love languages, and as soon as I read it, I'm like, wow, I could be so much more of a person for Chloe, and so much more of a person for Maylin. You know, and I know sometimes, like, just to get a giggle out of her, you know, if, if um, you know how, like, you, like, blow bubbles in their um, stomachs, just, like, do that in their bellies? Raspberries. Well, yeah, Maylin, Maylin sometimes likes that, but sometimes she doesn't. Right. Sometimes she enjoys when you take, I we literally, I, I just um, finished, I was sitting on the toilet um, talking with Chloe, and I had my um, shirt, and I kept throwing it at Maylin. Mm-hmm. The biggest giggles I have ever... Chloe and I were crying because it was so joyful just from me just throwing a little shirt at her. Mm-hmm. She would just sit there and, <laughs> and then do it again and do it again. And she just she sat there for 15 minutes. We were just doing the same thing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm like, I can be a better person for Chloe and Maylin. I can be a better person for myself. Mm-hmm. You know, and I told her and I was like, I found my moral compass and who I want to be. If I'm producing the most out of myself in a day between powder coating and creating the podcast and being able to figure out what media works best for us to push forward and I'm I'm able to find a way to execute that with you mm-hmm. that makes me happy yeah you know and then when I leave here I have to turn the switch off of Dawson onto Scarlet Oak and I have mm-hmm. to be able to produce the best there. Mm-hmm. You know, like I had a conversation with you when I left on Friday. I said, dude, I am an idiot. <laughs> I don't remember why you said that. Why did you say that? Because I had ran around and it's it's hard when you're in the infancy stage and if you don't have your job, you, you have to say yes to every job. But if you have the ability to 
select and choose what job you're going out to. Mm-hmm. I was doing the math. I was like, if I had 20 clients and it cost them, if their lifetime cost with me, say over a year, is $4,000. And that's spread out throughout the year. I'm like, dude, I'm making 80 grand right there. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to kill myself. That's 20 clients. I do the utmost best I can on their properties mm-hmm. and I can make it so that they feel like they are worth something to me mm-hmm. and in return is the same to me. Mm-hmm. I'm making a lot more money. Mm-hmm. I'm working a lot less time mm-hmm. and I'm producing the best product for them as well as myself mm-hmm. within Scarlet Oak mm-hmm. and then in turn allows me to produce the best to Chloe and Maylin. Yeah, 100%. I, I, I was like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> I do not. So it's funny when you say that. It's like good, proud of you. Glad you're you're now at that mindset. But what I would tell you is, is that four thousand dollar number is a good next stepping stone. Now, I have a picture on my phone. I'm getting ready to show you, and I'll explain it to you guys that are listening. But I remember having that same. I try thought. to remember to post it, and I might. You know what? I'm going to do that right now. You're going to show it. I'll make sure I get the picture from you. <laughs> okay. Um. So. I remember having that same $4,000 per client thought process you had. And if I had this many clients, it'd be this amount of money. And then I remember the day where I went, hold on a second. Why am I limiting myself to $4,000? You know, and then I remember the first customer that I had gotten, and I, I sold my company with this customer. He was very upset that I sold the company. Yeah. I didn't tell him, but it was a contract. I had I couldn't say anything. Um, that customer was paying me $2,100 a month per month. Yeah. I think it was $2,100. It, whatever it was. Let, let's say it was $2,000 a month. That's twenty, $24,000 a year yeah. from that one client. You're talking about $4,000 per customer over a year. I was doing $4,000 in two months with this one. And imagine what it's like when you have that one client and you're and it's so much easier to manage 20 high-end customers than 200 low-end customers. Yeah. Like I was watching a video of this uh, real estate agent uh, out of New York the other day, and he's like, Working with a billionaire is so much easier than working with a millionaire. Mm-hmm. When you find those high, 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 high-end clients... Wait, you were watching what? A YouTube video? This, the the What's his name? Ryan Siegert or something? Out of, Did uh, I send you this? I don't know. I don't think so. Because it's the exact same conversation that I was... Well, I I've known you. this. I mean, it's it's I've known this for years. It, yeah. It's nothing new to me. So when you deal with like a billionaire... He's literally not going to call you. Yeah. There's no time. He just sends text. He'll just send a text. Where with a millionaire, you have to like sit there and go through this. And I learned this. I learned this from a job in Linthicum. I had, and Linthicum is this little town just north of where we are, guys. And My hometown. It's Kyle's, it's Kyle's hometown. And th- these homes are- Do you remember what road? No. I can drive to it right now. I don't know the name of the road off the top of my head. So you go down 695 and you take the exit right there where Maryland Performance Diesel is. Twin Oaks. Okay, and then you loop around to the light, you make a right, go underneath 695. Yeah. And then go to the light, make a left. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the first big community on the left-hand side. Ah, yeah. So you go in there and make the first left, and I had one house there, and then you go around to the second road, and I had like four houses right there. Mm-hmm. So I remember talking to this, this older lady, and she was a sweetheart. She was doing nothing wrong, but she was proving my point. And I learned this in like 2009 or 10 when the economy was – fucking garbage dude garbage it was horrible i can't even believe i made it at that point in time but you want know to taught me taught me that i can get through anything so this lady is working me over she's she's like i don't want to pay 
your invoices. I just want to leave you cash at the door. And I'm like, I'm trying to get things set up on a credit card. And, da, 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 da. and I'm just cutting her grass. Yeah. And what I learned was this $30 little lawn that I was cutting, which was way out of my way. I mean, you know where I live. That's a, that's a hike. Yeah, it's 20 for, minutes. For a $30 lawn, that's stupid. Um, Especially if you're considering guys driving to it. That's... Little that's sixty dollars just in man hours for thirty bucks. So dumb. So I remember putting all that together, and I'm like, hold the phone. So I am going to deal with this person. I've got all this stuff going on, and then this other person that was doing twenty one hundred hours a month. His name was Jay. Um, I I literally went to Jay. I spent the same amount of time working up the contract almost, maybe a little bit more time with Jay. And Jay was like, yeah, sure, no problem. Here's your credit card. Just, yeah. just make sure it's done. And I'm like, cool, done. The the older lady that, I don't remember her name, I could drive you to her house, she wanted to walk the property after I got done cutting it every time. They are a pain in the ass. Yeah. The the, the people that spend the least give, gave me the most amount of problems. Mm-hmm. The people that were just like, Nick, just take care of it. Got no problems, got paid the most, and it was the least amount of headache, and I could just continue on with my day. So yeah. that, that was always really, really fun once I figured that out. So to your point, yes, you're correct. Go bigger. Go go way, way bigger. Yeah. The, the community that you love that uh, Steve Bashotti lives in, there's a there's an old guy that lived on the corner, and he proved it to me. So he he came to me, and he's like, I want you to, to make my yard grow grass. And I said, <laughs> I can make grass grow. And I got over there. His whole yard's trees. I'm like, well, no wonder it's not freaking growing. There's no sunlight. Yeah. So I'm like, you need, you know, you're gonna need this, this, and this. He's like, work up the estimate. Now, where I screwed up because this is where I was still learning. It took me like a week to get him an estimate. Yeah. And half of that week was just me procrastinating, going, this dude's not gonna pay for all this. I mean, it was like a forty thousand dollar like initial investment. Yeah. Into his property to even consider grass to grow. So I finally get mustered up the 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 nerve to. It's like two thousand eight or nine, ten, something like that. And I'm like, all right, I gotta go over there. I gotta I gotta go waste my time. Is what I was thinking. Yeah. So I walk, I, I pull up, walk up to his house, knock on his door, and I can't remember his name. He was like 91. He was missing a finger. He's an old vet. <laughs> really nice guy. Those are always the best because they got some stories. Dude, he had some stories. He'd, he'd sit, he'd loved his sauna. He'd always sit in his sauna and he'd come out all sweaty. So funny. Anyway, I go into his house and I'm like, look, I'm going to call him Ed. Ed, this is, this is the deal. In order to, this is when I started to learn to be the professional. Don't be reactive, but just be proactive and lead it because that's why they're calling you. Yeah, this is the job I learned it on because I tested it, and I said, Ed, this is what you're gonna need. You need da, 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 da. you know, clear the trees, do this, clean up that. Da, 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 da. You'll have grass by the end of the year. Yeah, after we do our fall aeration seeding and all that by like October, you're gonna have turf, like not just grass. Turf. It's gonna be turf. And he goes, Okay, how much? And I was like, Well, I basically have two packages for you: the fast one and the one that's gonna take a couple years. And I get I slid him the, the 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 one that was the highest most expensive thing and I want to say it was like the initial first part of the job was like clearing the trees and cleaning up the yard and all that was like forty four forty six thousand dollars yeah and then after that it was going to be a monthly charge of eighteen hundred bucks or something every month and it was like cleanups and all of it like corner to corner end to end every inch of the property including gutters were were in this package and he goes okay do you accept cash and I'm like oh, duh who who doesn't he goes okay I'll be, I'll be right back and I'm like. He walks away, and I'm like, there's no freaking way he's going to go get cash. And his wife walks over. She's like, you want some water? I'll never forget it. And I'm sitting there. house smells like mothballs. Like, old dude. And he um he comes back with freaking cash. And he goes, here you go. 
done. And I'm like, holy crap. And it taught me in that moment that, that the people with the money won't argue with you. They'd expect you to deliver. Yeah. And they want it done right and they don't want to have any hassle and they don't want to have to follow up with you ever. And I sold my company with that client after that. And and I had done this over and over and over again. Property managers, you name it. And it's just because they don't want to deal with the hassle. That's crazy. So, okay, going back to what you were talking about and then, you know, this new way you're thinking and what what bring what comes to my mind is, Kyle, good job. Glad you're there. Glad your mind's there. That four thousand <laughs> took you long enough. No, no, not at all. You're you're right on time. You're I was probably right about the same age. So don't it's not it's not about that. Um but the big thing of all is okay, now you under have this understanding, but the problem is implementation, not too hard. It's the time. Mm-hmm. Time is gonna kick your ass because you're gonna want to go faster, faster, faster. I deal with that same pain and every day, every weekend, I sit there and I go, I'm not far enough along. I'm frustrated. This pisses me off. Why can't it be faster, better, cleaner, more money, more this, more that? It's this constant, this constant hunger, right? And it's good if you can control it and not let it slow you down, yeah. right? Don't don't let it. It's like molasses. You don't want to be walking through molasses or on the sand. You'll be on the asphalt and running. Yeah. Right? So here's a picture. Let's take a look at that. That's a picture. Uh, it's a Facebook um, reminder from eight years ago. <laughs> that Does your is dad have a old old beard. Uh, did he? And I don't, I don't think know. back then, no. I think he had the beard here. So this picture is two different trucks, brand spanking new from Bob Bell. I was That's Bob Bell. Is that Bob the back lot or something? No, that is the, the what used to be their used car building that they just revamped then is now Hyundai. It's to mm. the it's to the left okay. of the building. So just I just didn't had, look familiar. Yeah, that's two thousand fifteen. I had gotten to the point where uh, this is December eleventh, two thousand fifteen. I had gotten to the point where I was buying multiple trucks at a time. Yeah. That's a feat in itself. Like all these people and influencers online, and they're like, "Oh, look at me! I bought a new truck." Blah blah blah. Motherfucker, I was buying multiple trucks at a time, and that that year, that was probably six to eight trucks that year. Yeah, that was, that just- was two, two, three years after the recession, or just everything just vanished. Yeah. Well, 2012 was like the bottom. Yeah, it was the bottom, and that's 15. That's only three years later. So really, I read Emith in '09 by 2000. I think 11, I had finally corrected my ship, basically turned my ship 180 degrees. And then by 2013, I had gotten that ship to move to a point to where I could start making some moves. Yeah. It took that many years to get it right. And then this is 2015. So you're only talking two years later, I'm buying multiple trucks at a time. And when those trucks left that dealer, they went straight to another dealer to get snow blades put on. I used um, Snow Dog V-plows. Uh, snow, uh, uh, salt dog salters, Linex, uh, Zbart, Timbrins, uh, plastic liner, and then lettered. When people all on the cost of two trucks, yeah. Well, and that was just those two. Yeah, that wasn't all the other ones. That but we that's what I'm saying is like all on the cost of two trucks. You have to add another probably fifty thousand dollars just in those upgrades. Something like that. I don't know the exact numbers off the top of my head, but it's it's big and and. You guys got to be very mindful of who you listen to. I want to see credentials. Yeah. There's my credentials. And, okay, so here we go. That's December 11th, 2015. Fast forward to today. It's eight years, Kyle. In eight years, I took that business, grew it to a multi-million dollar company, sold it for multi-millions of dollars to an investment firm out of D.C., and then 
started an entire new company that I had no business. I don't. I didn't know manufacturing at all, at all, nothing. Well, it's like what you're talking about earlier. Your mm, prototypes were essentially built out of cardboard, and then you would make it. Yes, and and that's because I models. Didn't. That's what it is. Couldn't yeah. make the word. Yeah, I, I I had no idea how to model, and then I would make my own models out of cardboard and tape, um, and you know. You, you you fast forward to today, you know how many light years away I am from this picture I'm staring at? It is unfrickin' believable how far we've come and how fast we've come. Yet, I, I'll finish this conversation and I'll, I'll look myself dead in the mirror and I'll go, you're not moving fast enough, dude. You need to move faster, harder. Why can't you get more done in a day? And, and quite frankly, man, that is, that's the devil trying to get in my head and trying to slow me down. You know, and, yeah. and, and and it's not true. So to your point, to, to what you're doing, um, I would say not take your time, be kind to yourself in understanding that there's a bunch of stepping stones in front of you. Yeah. Enjoy the journey. Yeah. Because you're going to look back one day and you're going to go, holy shit, how do I do that? Well, that's the thing is, is like you can't, if you rush, you make mistakes. For sure. But if you take the time to actually do it right and do it right the first time, it makes it easier. Like I'd... I was um, sending out residential like snow contracts. I know it should have been a while ago, but just being the state of Maryland, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, if we get it in November, December, get those out, it's it's okay. Um, side note, don't do that. <laughs> anyway, um, it just kind of goes to show is, is like doing things right and making sure you have the right verbiage in those contracts is – it's something that takes time. It's just – especially as, like as we come into the new season of – you know, landscaping, you have to have the contracts worded correctly for mowing. I mean, it's one reason I've got those contracts in the Bashadi neighborhood is because I have it so that, hey, beginning of the year, we're starting to cut at this height. Mm-hmm. Middle of the year, we cut a little taller just because of the heat. There's, the grasses need the ability to retain moisture for longer and better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we get back into the spring, we're going to cut it down so we can get an aeration and seeding. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just, it just allows for better contact or better ability for the seed to have contact with the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's just that it's me being able to create that structure and the ability for people to see, hey, you are the professional. Mm-hmm. You're not sitting on the wayside and just letting things go as is. And, you know, they know their, their property is going to be taken care of within these time frames. Right. You know, I just have to be able to deliver on them. Right. And, and, and it should be so, okay, here's something else I haven't talked about yet on this, on this whole podcast. And we should do a whole episode on stuff like this is when you, when you do something, it should be blatantly obvious that you're the professional at it. But something I learned, this is just a dumb little tip whenever you discount something for somebody first off try really hard never to discount yourself or your services try to give a like okay i'll give you a good for instance when we sell uh i don't know snowmate and say somebody wants the whole kit and caboodle and they're like can you give me a discount nope not giving you a discount but i will give you free shipping yeah right that's not discounting the product we're giving you a freebie somewhere or the heated hand grips. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a free set of ha- heated hand grips. And the reason I do that is because I'm trying to it's get you. It's an incentive. It's an incentive, right? But you're not discounting a product. You're incentivizing. So when it comes to like landscaping or any kind of business, service-based business, or any, really any kind of business, try not to discount what you're selling. And it, it, sometimes you have to to get the needle to move. Certain times of year, economy, blah, blah, blah. But what you have to do, and I didn't do this, was I would 
invoice somebody for, say, cutting grass. Yeah. Right? And I would just, instead of charging them $50 a cut, I would just put 40 Yeah. And it would just say $40. And the customer got them again, sucker. Um, there's another gnat, just so anybody's following along. It's kind of funny. It's our thing on this podcast, apparently, for a little while until we get rid of these fruit flies or whatever they are. Um, I learned that customers had no appreciation unless I charged $50 and then showed a discount and why, and then, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, may, maybe today, maybe the programs do that automatically, but back in my day, that, that wasn't a thing. And Some so of them you can add it, but it's not like, oh, yeah, this is the reason of like, you know, oh, the 4th of July discount or whatever the whatever it may be. The last one I ever did, I had a friend of mine, still, still is a friend of mine. Um, his name is Adam. And uh, he he had me do a ton of work over his property on the water. When I say ton, I mean, I think his invoice was like seventeen grand by the time we were done. It was like three weeks worth of work, skid loaders and dump trucks and all kinds of shit. Yeah. And I and I tried to explain to him, I'm like, dude, this is not going to be cheap. And he's like, I don't care. I don't want to estimate. I just want to. I just want it done. I just need it done. And I'm like, okay, yikes! I don't think you understand what you're getting yourself into. <laughs> Your <here>. funeral. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I tried to give him, you know, the estimate and all that. And I told him, I said, dude, I don't want to do this without it because I know it's going to happen. And it, yeah. sure enough, it it happened. And that's why I don't like. I don't mind doing stuff for friends, but they don't want to follow the rules. Yeah. Either way, this guy didn't didn't want to follow the rules. He was adamant about not doing it. I was like, okay, fine. And we got done. He's like, dude, are you kidding me? You're charging me how much? And I'm like, Adam, I put in there that this invoice should have been $24,000. And I discounted it. You know, I, I, I discounted this rate, this rate, this rate, and this rate for you. It's all in the paperwork. Yeah. So he's like, you can't give me a discount? I'm like, yeah, I, I already did. It's in it's, there. It's in there. Look, Go look at it again. And I, I remember figuring that out when I was probably like 18 years old. Yeah. And it was actually my daddy showed me. He's like, dude, no one knows you're giving a discount. So it means nothing to them. And I was like, oh, you're right. And that's how I learned that. So, um, holy crap, how'd we get on all that? Jeez. Don't you love how ADHD gets a hold of you? I don't, see, I don't call it ADHD. That's just good conversation. Well, it's just tangents. Yeah, of that's course. That's all it is. Yeah. And we'll just, it's kind of a good conversation. It's I evolution guess. of the conversation. Yeah. How you like that? Yeah. So, okay. We'll, we'll get this back on the rails for a split second and we're going to call it a day. Um, yeah, I got to go check on the oven anyway. Good. Okay, so Devil's uh, – uh, sorry. An idle mind is a devil's playground. Yeah. Be mindful of head trash, meaning, you know, crap in, crap out. If you if you feed your body physical crappy food and you're eating nothing but junk out mm-hmm. of a box, you're going to get – your. You, okay, here's for instance. Yesterday, I'm in Sykesville with my family. I took my kids to a nice little restaurant we've never been to. I just wanted to get out of my normal right just just clear my head this is a great this i'm doing what i'm preaching right so we we eat a great lunch and i uh after that like i'm i'm not one to go to shops around christmas time and just shop yeah i I don't do that but for my kids i said you know what we're gonna do we're gonna take all day sunday it's a rainy day i'm going to take them out for lunch and we're gonna go walk around this town that i've i never looked up on google i just drove until i saw something that looked kind of what i was hoping for and we just walked this little town yeah downtown sykesville so we found probably a dozen shops, ate lunch, went in all these little shops, and um, gosh, why am I going here? Why did I even go down this road? Anyway, we go into this Christmas shop, and we go into this Christmas shop, and we walked through this like alleged haunted town hall thing that was cool. We went to this, this church and saw all these like, grave sites and all this different stuff. I guess I guess the reason I'm going down all this is, is the, oh, I know what it is, trash <laughs> in, trash out. So we, we do all this stuff. And on on the way home, my wife looks down at my hand, and my hand's down on the on the um, armrest, 
in the truck and uh, in my rental truck. And she's like, man, your skin looks really good. And she like takes my hand and she's doing this to it. And uh, she's like, you must be eating good and taking like taking your vitamins and all. And I said, I said, yeah, I've been really good about it. You know, I've been on it every day, just really, really focused on it. Like this weekend, guess how many meals I had over the whole entire weekend? Three. Two. 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 Literally two. And it's not because I'm starving myself. I just, I don't, you don't need three meals a day. Yeah. You really don't. Um, but the point is, is that I've been pumping a lot of good goodness into my body and it shows through how clear my mind is, how clear my eyes, like my vision is, how my, the skin, the condition of my skin. So be mindful of that, right? Good in, good out. And don't, my opinion is I understand what you're saying with the boredom thing. I get it. I don't think boredom is the right word. I think maybe a clear mind. And a, and, and, a, and, a, and a focused mind on, you know, if you're, this is the problem with most, like, we're in the landscape industry, right? Where we, we sell to it. The reason these guys struggle and they don't come up with the ideas that, like, Mulch made and Kurt made and all the stuff that people ask all the time, oh, my God, I just did a trade show and everybody walks by and they're like, God, I wish I would have thought of that. The reason you didn't is because your head is full of trash. Yeah. Because... If it's not on selling a job, it's on jacking your truck up. Or what's the next diesel performance item up on my truck? Or am I going to tenant? Or, you know, what do I look like? Or what, you know, whatever, right? So stop it. I think it comes back to, too, is like if you have happy spouse, happy house. That's, yes. That bleeds into your work life. That bleeds into your performance at your work life. And then that bleeds into your overall performance everywhere else. And then it just, if you can keep everything good from there, on out mm -hmm. you're going to slowly creep up those bars of you know whether you're at a job of nine to five you get that promotion or if you're you know your own boss you know you you sell that next job that allows you to um bring on another person so that you can spread out your workload and then you're able to go further and free your mind and you know it it's all about that one percent mm -hmm. so how do you find that next one percent if you can stack those one percents that you eventually get to a hundred but you just have to slowly get there. And and I'm gonna I wanna piggyback off of that. Ah, God, another one's in my face. Um love language. Yes. Okay. You say happy house, happy spouse. That is correct. I, I anybody that wants to argue that, bring it. I will argue to the death. And here is what I believe most people screw up. And I told my wife this this morning, and she still doesn't get it. You have to love on other people the way they need to be loved. Mm -hmm. Like if you're different than me, Kyle, I have to, in a in a respectful way, love on you, um, in a in a way that that speaks to you. If I if I do it the way I want it, you're never going to understand me. Yeah. Right. So when it comes to your spouse, like I'm a kind of person that I like touch and words of affirmation. Yeah. That's who I am. I love it, and that's how I work. If somebody comes at me with gifts, uh, it doesn't do me any good. Yeah. Like I don't freaking need a gift. I don't. I mean, sure, if anybody wants to send me a freaking T-shirt with a freaking Koenigsegg on it, send me one. I'm a 2XL, yeah. right? <laughs> but it, it, it's that's great, but what, what means more to me is when someone walks by and they go, dude, Mulchmate's the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Or like if I'm at a car show and they're like, dude, that's a super snake. Like, that makes me proud. Like, yeah. I, I'd much rather have that than someone give me something. Exactly. You know, and, I, and when it comes to, you know, like uh, affection – and I only I only need this from one person. It's my wife, but I like to be touched. Like I don't need you touching me, <laughs> but like it's a little weird. Yeah, a little weird. But like to be specific, like I don't, I just need her to touch, and that doesn't have to be like sexually. Just yeah. just give me a hug or a, hold my hand when you're walking. Yeah, like, or, I do the same thing. Yeah, or just like or just like bump me when you walk by. 
You know what I mean? Like that's the kind of person I am. So <laughs> Chloe Bonson, I'm smacking her ass. Hey, it's and that's your love. <laughs> like if you don't smack her ass, I guarantee you she's probably like, What's wrong? Right? Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Yep. There you go. So, guys, we're going to go ahead and button this one up for the day. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Life in the Fast Lane. We love you. Um, we hope you really enjoyed all this amazing content we're pumping out for you. Um, stay warm because I know it's cold this yeah, time of year. definitely. It's uh, My feet are frozen at this point in time. But, um, <laughs> That's why I like my boots. Yeah, I know. I need to get some better shoes for the wintertime. I'm wearing Hey Dudes. But uh, if you guys have any questions, hit us up at uh, Hey, H-E-Y, fastlane at gmail.com if you'd like to follow uh, our our powered by sponsor dawson manufacturing just google MulchMate or dawson manufacturing and pick your favorite um social media platform and don't forget to check out youtube and subscribe to our youtube channel uh just google MulchMate and youtube and all that and you'll find us there it's pretty simple to find um and don't forget about the carlton coaching coaching program wow english did not get, work get, on get, that get, one get, 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 well it's broken jaw i just found a bunch of pictures of my broken jaw to show it to you um <laughs> But, uh, guys, I hope you really enjoyed this episode, and go share it with your friends. We really appreciate it. It's been growing at a great rate, and we very, 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 very much appreciate it. And if you guys would like to join us, just send us an email, and we can maybe possibly put you on the podcast and have some conversation about whatever it is um, that maybe you want to talk about. I like it. All right, guys, have an awesome day. We love you. We'll catch you later. Yep, don't miss me too much. Mulch bait. <laughs>